Welcome back to another episode of CelebrityDressmaker.com. My name is Kara, and I am your host and blogger behind Celebrity Dressmaker. Today's topic is unraveling the mystique of the corselet. Please go to CelebrityDressmaker.com to see the visuals to be able to get a better understanding of what we are discussing today. We are currently recreating a Nina Ricci and today, I would like to discuss with you the inner corselet construction and why we would need it. When I think of couture, two things immediately come to my mind. Lavish hand embroidery and the mystique of the corselet. The corselet is often used with heavy gowns and evening wear. Its main purpose is to act as a foundation to hold the weight of the dress and to keep the shape of the design. It alleviates the stress on a fragile bodice, which is often made from delicate fabrics that sometimes contain hundreds of hours of fine hand embroidery. In contrary to popular belief, the corselet isn't used for the purpose of tight lacing as a waist cincher, unless it is constructed with that specific purpose in mind, which some dresses do have. More often, the corselet, when constructed from home sewing patterns, is less about shaping the body, but instead it helps shape the line of the dress. The corselet in this case is constructed with the dress in mind, not the body, to be able to alleviate pressure points on the garment so that the dress moves and behaves as it was designed and intended. Without the corselet under bodice, the dress is at risk of an extra wrinkling or bagging or sagging, and due to the large weight and volume of the skirt or the fabric back, the dress could look kind of sad. So think of it as serving the purpose of helping the dress defy gravity to provide a beautiful structure to the garment. So even though the Nina Ricci Vogue pattern number 1388, which is the dress we're working on currently, even though it looks straightforward and plain, it does need an inner corselet. I wondered about that at first, so I tried experimenting by putting on the dress without the corselet, and while it fit perfectly fine, the bodice and the sleeves kept sliding down the torso. So I find it interesting that we rarely hear about the wardrobe malfunctions during the time that corselets were popular in celebrity dresses like in the 1950s when this dress was designed. Corselets may have saved many startlets from embarrassing moments while under the scrutiny of the public eye. So the natural pressure points of the dress are usually located at the shoulder and at the waistline. So the dress needs bones or permanent scaffolding, as I call it, to help alleviate these pressure points and to keep the form that the designer originally intended. This particular Nina Ricci dress uses eight spiral steel bones to help shape the bodice line. Now there are many ways to make a corselet and there's a variety of materials that one can choose. They're present in many different materials. I've seen them in cotton, silk, linen, even polyester or nylon. I personally prefer to work with a breathable cotton material because it is what's traditionally used in the couture. So in the end, however, it is up to the sewist to decide. This Nina Ricci corselet is made from cotton bobbinet that was purchased from the bolt from Dharma Trading Company. There is a learning curve with this bobbinet fabric. 
from this particular supplier. It hasn't been my favorite to work with because their cotton is quite thick and the holes themselves seem to be clunky and large compared to what I've seen after studying other couture corselets. Couture bobinette from international suppliers is virtually impossible to source at this time due to the supply chain issues resulting from the pandemic. So there is a learning curve with the Dharma trading company's bobinette. One has to deal with the tendency of this fabric to stretch and distort. Accordingly, the cotton net must be carefully pre-shrunk through a meticulous process. So if you have the capability to do so, the net should be laundered using the hottest sanitized side setting and also dried using the hottest setting. Then it must be steam pressed. I'm sorry to say, but press shrinking with only a hot iron isn't enough. You will see that it will shrink considerably in the wash. So after cutting, steam press again. After assembling, measure and steam press again to help retain its original shape. And after completing this entire process, the pieces should be the same size and shape as when you initially cut them. The unique feature about this Nina Ricci corselet is that it's cut on the bias. So extra caution and care was required when handling the pieces. The cotton net from Dharma Trading Company is already quite stretchy on the cross grain. So I wasn't sure what cutting on the bias was going to achieve other than to allow it to mold closer to and further around the body. Although a risky move since bias can cause extra bagging and sagging, I still went ahead and cut the bobinet on the bias as instructed. I debated about how snug this dress should sit against the body. After making the muslin and knowing there was a bias cut corselet underneath that could stretch around the body, it helps with the decision to cut the bodice with less ease than I normally construct. The bodice was cinched in one additional inch. This decision to cinch more was made easier with knowledge of the bias cut corselet. An underlap extension was also created to lay under the hook and eyes to prevent them from rubbing and scratching up against the body. Although the corselet is the first thing we construct for this Nina Ricci dress, surprisingly it is the last thing that's inserted and it must be carefully sewn in by hand. The bodice hemline is then folded over and attached to the corselet using the muzzle stitch or the herringbone stitch. I found it interesting to mount the corselet onto the dress instead of mounting the dress onto the corselet. This is an unusual sequence of events since most of the time dresses are built over the corselet. In the end, it all makes sense to reverse the construction process in this particular design due to the sleeves and the belt loop design for the dress. So when looking back at the corselet construction process, they are actually not that complicated to construct, but they are essential to bring the contour of classical sculptural beauty to vintage fashion designs. I hope that this post helps to bring some clarity around the mystery of corselets and helps give you more confidence to undertake the challenges to successfully make a dress with a beautiful corselet. If you like this podcast, please go to celebritydressmaker.com and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram under cara.austin, C-A-R-A dot A-U-S-T-I-N-E. If there's a topic or a designer that you'd like to hear about, please know that I welcome your ideas. Or if you have suggestions to improve your listening experience, 
Please submit your idea or request. Don't be shy. Email me at celebritydressmaker at gmail.com.